This is Team Business Podcast. Team Business uncovers the everyday entrepreneurs why, how, and the road to now. With hosts Mike Fusco and Ray Ramirez. Join us to learn how game-changing founders act on their vision and build a team for success. And now, here are your hosts, Mike and Ray. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining Ray and I again for another episode of the Team Business Podcast. Ray, good afternoon. Good afternoon, man. How are you doing? Doing well. How about yourself? Doing okay. Just yeah. uh, wish my boys would be doing better, but I guess at this point here, I'm rooting for the number one pick at this point. Yeah, it was crazy. The NFC East, Ray and I were talking about, <laughs> is uh, could possibly be won by a team with five wins. <laughs> Hopefully the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> but very likely that the team that wins the NFC East will have six wins and go to the playoffs with a 6-10 and 10 record. Yeah. Which is pretty sad. Very sad. Depressing. Yeah. But... Uh, that's what we're looking at in the world of football. So, uh, for those NFL fans that watch, man, like Pittsburgh's looking good, aren't they? Nine and zero. Yeah, undefeated. Of course, I wouldn't put too much stock in them. They've uh, they almost lost to the Dallas Cowboys. So, yeah. How good can they be? Uh, I feel like <laughs> Dallas played a good game that game. We did, but it was yeah. <laughs> it was. I, I think that they were just overlooking the Cowboys that day. So. Yeah. Coming on is the the New England Patriots. I hate to see that. Well, you guys, have, it seems like they're full of Giants, right? Giants, you're okay. Yeah, so, well, you guys always have uh, you're always the kryptonite of the Patriots, so who knows? You might win that one. Hope you do. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, man, today we have a real, uh, very special guest to invite that we that's going to join us on episode seven. Yeah. Of the Team Business co- Podcast, as we close in on Thanksgiving, uh, being you know next week, and closing on the end of the year. Uh, you know, we're just. Thankful to keep having uh, these special people join us and be able to talk to them. Yeah, we are, definitely. So today we have a great guest and someone who's, you know, contrary to what we've seen with, we have, we've had a lot of young entrepreneurs. Uh, this particular guest is someone who's been in the business and been in the business world for, for a long time. Yeah, definitely. He's a... Uh, um, We've had young entrepreneurs, but definitely he's been uh, in doing his craft, owning his company for 23 plus years and going strong at this point here. Um, so he definitely will have a, uh, a certain uh, viewpoint of the market and how he's put together his team. Probably a little bit different than the others. Absolutely. So we'll be back. Ray and I will be back here in just a moment to explain a little bit more about our guest, to introduce him, and then bring him on. Perfect. Thanks for joining the Team Business Podcast. We'll be back. Team Business. Ray and I are back with you on Episode 7 of the Team Business Podcast. And today we're thankful to be joined by Matt Sedlock. Matt is the owner of Western Lighting and Energy Control Systems here in San Diego, California. Uh, as I mentioned briefly before, unlike some of the other newer, younger entrepreneurs that we've had on the show, uh, Matt is one that's been around and has been the owner of Western Lighting since 
Ray, what do you know about Western Lighting? I know Ray uh, in particular has had a lot of interaction with this with this company. Uh, they're a great great group. Uh, Ray, what do you know a little bit about you know, what they do and what maybe Matt's day to day is? Uh, well, from my assumption, basically Matt uh, is trying to uh, build um, keep a, an eye on his leadership team. I know that uh, in past conversations with uh, some of their counterparts there, that uh, he does do a vigilant job hosting weekly leadership uh, meetings, especially even during the middle of COVID, uh, whether it be virtually or meeting up on a, at least a handful of them um, with all the directors there. Um, so he's definitely um, been doing everything he can do to keep a pulse on the company. And I'm, I'm sure I'd love to know some more expanse, uh, some expanse on that as well. But uh, otherwise what they do, uh, they are lighting, um, not a contractor, but a reseller of lighting products and uh, technology in that, in that space for commercial uh, construction. So they basically uh, are able to uh, wholesale and uh, distribute uh, these products in the market throughout California and I think throughout the country. Yeah, I know that they have they they have a, a small labor team that will do setup and programming of the automation systems. Yeah, and the control systems. Yeah, but uh, I think generally speaking, they they work more as a wholesaler yeah. and distributor of other lighting and energy energy automation systems. You alluded to the fact that you know Matt, being the owner, he you know his he has a layer of leadership. Yeah. that works underneath him yeah. or below you know below his top level yeah he has an executive team i'd assume how many employees you know we've had some smaller companies we've had medium-sized companies uh how many employees does western lighting have now uh they're about i would say about 53 54 employees yeah. so uh yeah uh, definitely seen some growth over the last couple of years with them um I think there's a few contracts that they've uh, and ven uh, vendor partnerships they had that, that contribute to that. Uh, but yeah, definitely uh, even through COVID, they've been holding strong. So something that I'd like to talk to Matt about today is his team might be different than you know some of the other teams that we've we've talked to. Um, you know, if the company's smaller, obviously the entrepreneur and the owner of the company is going to have more direct interaction with all of the employees. Yeah. Uh, where Matt, I, where I still believe he does because he believes in company culture and leading by example. You know, I, I, I like to know how many different leaders he has and what their departments and what they're responsible for. Yeah. So I think that's going to be a good thing to ask him. Perfect. So, uh, Ray, anything else you want to add before we bring Matt on? Uh, not the moment. Just looking forward to having him on. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys again for joining. Yeah, thank you. Uh, episode 7 of the Team Business Podcast. We hope that you've enjoyed the episodes up until this point. Uh, we're thankful that you're uh, spending the time to listen. If you guys have any questions or comments or any feedback for us, you can call Ray and I directly. Uh, you can shoot us an email or you know post a comment or a question on any of our social media or podcast channels. And we'll be happy to answer the questions. Uh, further, if you want us to make an introduction to any of our uh, hosts or any of our guests, if you'd like to contact them for any reason, feel free to reach out and uh, we can try to set that up for you. Definitely. We'll definitely be able to facilitate. And we will be back with Matt on the Team Business Podcast. Team
team business. Okay, thanks again, everyone, for joining us on the seventh episode of the Team Business Podcast. Ray and I are thankful to welcome Matt Sedlock. Matt is the owner of Western Lighting and Energy Control Systems here in San Diego County. Hello, Matt. Hi, how are you? Excellent. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Before we get started, talk about your latest project and everything that goes on at Western Lighting. Can you tell us a little bit, tell our audience a little bit about your background, where you're from, maybe where you're studied and how you made your way to San Diego and the business you're in? Sure. Um, well, born and raised in Detroit, Michigan. Uh, lived there uh, through college. I attended uh, Central Michigan University, graduated in 1988 with a degree in marketing and sales management. Um, it was after uh, graduation, uh, sort of the Beverly Hillbilly story, loaded up the car and moved to Beverly. Actually, yeah. it, wasn't Be- it wasn't Beverly Hills, but it was uh, Newport <laughs> Beach, which, oh. you know, oh, wow. was, no. <laughs> uh, a friend of mine that I, uh, actually a roommate in college, was uh, living out there and uh, actually uh, stayed with them, slept on his floor until I found my first job, uh, which was with Cooper Lighting as a outside sales representative uh, focused on their electrical distribution channel. Awesome. It's funny you say that because I kind of have, I graduated college and then two weeks after moved here to San Diego with absolutely nothing but a suitcase, didn't even have a car. (laughs) And I just said, hey, it can't be the worst place to wind up, you know? (laughs) No, absolutely. I I never look back. It was, uh, it was a dream of mine as a kid. And, you know, it's funny because I told this story on the golf course with a, a customer last week. Uh, you know, I think it was from watching the Rose Bowl January, January 1st. And I yep. was just a kid. I'm like, they're wearing shorts out there. It's like 20 below zero outside. I, I, that seems like such a better life. <laughs> oh, heck yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> heck yeah. Especially Detroit. It gets cold. Yes. <laughs> Central Michigan. Is that pretty cool? Is that like a suburb of Detroit? I know they have, no. they've had good football programs, right? North. It's, uh, in oh, the, it's way up there. Yeah, it's it's hmm. uh, north of Lansing. Uh, so, yeah, pretty cold. Uh, a very rural area. Uh, lots of farmlands around there. So, Matt, uh, you've been with Western Line for, I mean, quite some time now. So, I mean, what, before you, what, uh, I know with Cooper Lighting, where, at what point in time in your career did you start? I guess your passion for the industry of continuing on and just building on, on it. Like what, what, what got you to that point? Yeah. Um, well, I'll tell you, it was, um, very early on, you know, I was challenged by not having any experience, mm. very little training. Um, but I realized that, that that was sort of an opportunity, uh, that, uh, I had an opportunity to get into an industry where, you know, um, the ability, you know, the old saying, it's not always what you know, but who you know, and who to go to, to find the answers. And I found that to be uh, very valuable early on. And it was a way of educating myself, learning the industry, the ins and outs, uh, product knowledge, uh, by just talking to others that have more experience than I did at the time. Um, you know, the lighting industry in my, uh, in my mind is, uh, uh, very it consists of very ordinary people uh, with various backgrounds. It's very few people go to college to, and study lighting. Um, and, um, you know, this, obviously I didn't go to college to study lighting. 
but um, I saw an, an opportunity very early on uh, for advancement and just realized, you know, that um, good hard work ethic coming from the Midwest uh, would pay off. Um, it could be really rewarding for me. It's funny you say that. I, I think we say the same thing in the insurance industry as well. Nobody really goes to college for insurance, but you just <laughs> fall into it as an yeah. industry. Yeah, and they, and they always say, uh, once you get in, you don't get out. And it's so true. <laughs> I see that with so many people. In fact, we, we tell people, young people, when we interview them, you get in here, you're not going to get out. <laughs> yep. Yep, you get in and, yeah, that's like insurance. You, you, don't, you don't leave once you come. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, Matt, how did you build your team at Western Lighting? Like, where did you – I'm obviously 23 years, and, you know, you guys have a pretty large team at this point. But how do you get to a point where you keep adding different elements and the foundation to where you are now? Yeah, uh, well, I'll tell you, uh, it's a great question. Uh, the, the team is everything to me. Um, you know, I, I couldn't do it with the uh, team that I built. Uh, at Western, it, it truly is like an extended family for me. And yeah, uh, yeah. finding others uh, that fit into our culture uh, is the most important thing when considering um, bringing on somebody else to, to the team. Um, you know, I, I really look for individuals that have strong work ethic, uh, people that can work well with others. Uh, they have to be they have to want to be part of a team. Uh, you know, there's the old adage: um, "Work hard, play hard." Yeah, I think uh, at Western we do that to the extreme. Uh, uh, we like to have fun. We like to do it together. Um, you know, I, I think uh, people really uh, enjoy working at Western because of that culture that we created um, and just the transparency that we manage with. Um, you know, your voice is heard. All ideas are good ideas. And um, I think the transparency, the open book management that we've adopted uh, when we became an ESOP is key. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we actually want the employees to learn the financial side of the business yeah, um, huge. so that they understand, you know, all the ins and outs. It's not just about going out and getting that next sale. You know, it's about, you know, how that affects our business um, overall from a profitability standpoint and so on. So, yeah, it's, it's the culture. I want to touch a little, because it's always interested me that your ESOP model, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I know it because of, of working with your team and setting up, you know, the structure of your team. So how, when did you decide to go ESOP and what made you decide to go that route? Was it strictly because you wanted your employees to have more, you know, a deeper dive into the company and really understand how the, you know, the financial side and how it runs? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll tell you for a year, it's, uh, I was on, I'll, I'll tell you exactly where it took place. It was on a bus in Tupelo, Mississippi, of all places. Uh, throughout the year, we go on, on numerous uh, trips back to the manufacturers that we represent, and you get to meet other rep principals like myself. And I was sitting next to a gentleman, uh, Darren Biscaglia, from a company called ALR up in San Francisco, and they were an ESOP. And I started in, you know, asking him questions about it and, and the big one, why? Yeah. And immediately his answer was, you know, overnight we, it was instead of 
having conversations about me, 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 our conversations change to we, we, we. And it's just that, that team spirit that, that uh, you know, working together as one, um, it just, it always intrigued me. And, you know, I just, I really, I have a strong desire to want to give back to uh, those that had helped me uh, get to where uh, we are today, where I am today, where the company is. And, you know, it, uh, I'm excited about the opportunity for the next generation, the younger people below me to take the company moving forward, you know, in 10 to 15 years. Great. That's awesome. Um, that's great to hear. Yeah. I, I know uh, speaking with your team there, they uh, definitely uh, all seem very engaged and uh, love. Uh, I'm always uh, constantly being told about some of the uh, company events or whatnot that you hold and everyone's so eagerly excited to attend those. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I just want to touch base here real fast. So, I mean, uh, one common question we've been asking every single guest with, uh, with, with light of COVID, it's been a crazy year. I mean, looking back, what, what, what has been working for you guys to kind of, kind of keep everything in check and moving forward? Well, um, you know, the team has remained intact. That's number one. So it, that was very important to us. Um, we learned a lot uh, through this uh, COVID situation. And we hope to be a better company coming out of it. Uh, than when we went into it, we found efficiencies, and some of those efficiencies will forever remain part of our uh, company moving forward. Yeah. Um, we learned how to run the business differently and better, and um, you know uh, we will be better off uh, because of COVID. I don't know if too many companies can say that, but I mean, here we are, especially most recently here with the. Uh, uh, restrictions that we have uh, and um, social distancing and everything. And, you know, we're looking to hire another two to three people here by the end of the year. So we're looking ahead. We're not looking back and we're fortunate uh, that we can uh, afford to do that. And we put ourselves in a really good position and we have a bright future ahead uh, of us. Yeah. And uh, uh, the team is excited about it. Perfect. Great. Thank you for that. Do you, are there any particular technology programs or softwares that you've implemented this year that have helped with the communication of the team that you didn't have in the past? I wouldn't say, I can't think of any one uh, yeah. software um, tool that we use uh, that we haven't already been using. We're always looking at new tools. Our, our, our probably, you know, what we've really over the last several years and continue to do so is our marketing strategies. Uh, we go to market unlike any rep in the entire company and our manufacturers acknowledge it. Our um, um, counterparts in other markets that represent similar lines acknowledge it. Uh, we do it better um, yeah. than most others and we're proud of that. Uh, we're unique. Uh, myself and Jim Reichschneider and Jen Yorgi who sort of head up, I mean, we're. Jim and I are the ones who come up with all the crazy ideas and Jen somehow formulates it into a, a really good marketing strategy for us. But our minds are always thinking, we're always thinking outside the box. And it's one thing, you know, I went from a very large organization in Cooper Lighting to running an agency 
and I also worked for an agency uh, after Cooper. But um, smaller just seemed better for me because I like to try different things. And what's cool about a small company is you can try some things work, some things don't. But at least you try it. Yeah. You know, not like taking ten steps up the ladder only to be told no and start all over again. You try right. it. If it works great. If it doesn't, hey, you gave it a shot. I see lots of your marketing I, on on uh, LinkedIn. You guys have really cool, really cool footprint, and I see some of the awesome stuff you guys do. Thanks. Tell us a little about your latest, pro- like what product do you have right now to market that you're most excited about? What does it do? How do people use it? Tell us a little, little bit about that kind of thing. Yeah, well, um, probably the biggest uh, product on the market right now is a product by Lutron called Ketra. It's dynamic lighting. Um, what's um, you know, with the advent of LED technology many years ago, the, the market continues, uh, continuously is changing uh, weekly, it seems like. And Ketra uh, by far is the most advanced lighting uh, product on the market today. And um, um, not only does it give you dynamic colors, uh, the controllability, ease of control, uh, rather it be for a homeowner or a business and create you know, the environment um, around you and to be able to um, really see the impact on it. There's nothing like it on the marketplace. We're extremely excited to uh, be representing uh, Ketra by Lutron. And um, I do see um, the um, Ketra type technology. There's many out there. Nobody does it better uh, than Ketra, but I see that as a, a technology that is going to be industry-wide and almost a standard in, in years to come. Really? Wow. That's perfect. Uh, another question we typically ask all our, uh, all our uh, guests is, uh, if you weren't doing what you're doing now, in the li- being in the line industry, what are the passions or walks of life you think you might have taken? Well, as a kid, I... You know, the dream was like many other uh, boys uh, wanted to be a professional baseball player, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> that dream passed. Uh, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, but um, we've all been there <laughs> yeah. in one yeah. way or another. <laughs> Along the lines of uh, my industry, I mean, I I would really like to be in like the home home remodeling industry of hmm. of sorts. Uh, my wife and I are in our second home. We really you know, gone into both homes and pretty much done just a complete uh, remodel inside and out, you know, and uh, my, my passion outside of work is, is landscaping, gardening, enjoy oh, cool. you know, as much outdoor activity as I can. But um, yeah, I, I, I would really enjoy, uh, you know, uh, doing remodeling of uh, homes and, and maybe that's something down the road that you know, I'll pursue. My wife is in the property management and she's constantly uh, remodeling apartments that she manages and so forth. Oh, cool. She's looking for help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's probably going to be a lot of work. Perfect. So Matt, speaking of your wife, uh, this, diff- this might be a little bit of a tough question, but we always like to ask it. What would you say she likes least and likes most about you? Like what traits in your character, what type of, 
That's a version. Yeah, that's a tough question. She'd probably say different. I'd say, I think she'd say I'd put others before myself uh, for least and best, <laughs> to be honest with you. I mean, uh, you know, I think she uh, appreciates that I do put others uh, before myself uh, for all the right reasons, but that maybe I do it too often and don't think about myself um, enough. You know, she definitely would say I work too hard, that yeah. I don't have, that I don't have balance. <laughs> yeah. That's common from the people we've had, the guests we've had a lot tend to say that. Yeah. They yeah. also tend to say, their best trait is also their, the worst, their worst, I guess. You, <laughs> it's kind of funny how that works. I know. So I, before Ray and I, before you came on, we, uh, we like to talk about sports a little bit on this podcast, just because yep. of the whole team environment. We're both very big sports fans. I figured you were being that you're from uh, it, Michigan. It just seems like it's everyone likes sports in Michigan. You know, they get behind oh, yeah. their teams. Oh yeah. So it's, it's, it's embedded in us. It's embedded. And you never, and you, never <laughs> you never trade teams. You never, you're, you're always going to be a diehard Tigers, diehard Lions, 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 Red Wings, Pistons yeah. and Tigers. Yeah. All the way. <laughs> so which is your choice? Which is your sport of choice? Well, to watch football. Obviously. Yeah. Mm. You know, to yeah. play, it was always base, uh, baseball. I've always, in, I, I've enjoyed them all. I played all four major sports uh, as a kid growing up and uh, enjoyed them all. I mean, you know, uh, baseball was what I was best at and just seemed to uh, hang with that sport uh, throughout high school. And even, you know, after when I moved out to California, you know, uh, joined a softball team and continued to play for several years uh, while I was out here. Nice. So, now, yeah. do you, what's the, what do you think the correlation is between team sports and running a business and having your team oh, a lot. in the business. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, anyone, you know, uh, a world series champion is not because of one person on the team. It's everybody working together, everybody uh, trying to get on the same page. Um, you know, it's, um, we always say you'll never be on, you know, an Island on your own here at Western. There's always somebody there to help you out. Um, you just need to raise your hand. You just need to speak up. Um, but it's it, it's it's one of the best things we have going for us is uh, uh, you know that team culture that we we built and we're continuously building. It's it's not done. I mean, we got a long way to go still, but there's always you know room for improvement. Um, our focus right now is really adding more structure to the company and. It takes every individual to, yeah. you know, speak up and give us our ideas on how we can be better at what we're doing. Perfect. Absolutely, yeah. Well, Central yeah. Michigan, by the way, is, they had a, they have a pretty good football program, right? They've no had chips. <laughs> they do, yeah. right? The Chippewas. Well, we're two and zero this year, <laughs> and uh, blew out the first two games uh, we played them. But mm. yeah, they're. They're, yeah, they're, they're usually up there in the MAC conference, you know. The yeah, the MAC. Top three, top three football teams. That's always seems like the Spartans almost uh, making it to the final four every year. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I think our Chippewas would beat the Spartans this year, though. <laughs> yeah, the Michigan yeah. State's not very good yeah, football not, not this year. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you lose to Rutgers, you got to look at yourself. <laughs> you got to the <laughs> yeah. They did lose to Rutgers, right? I think they yeah. did. They did. <laughs> they did. Yeah. Well, Matt, we're really thankful for your time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we know you're a busy guy, and taking you know half hour out of your day is a lot. So thanks so much for joining us. I yeah, really appreciate that. Absolutely. Enjoyed it. Great. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you. And thank All you right. again for everyone for watching. And uh, again, like Ray and I said, if you have any questions for myself, if there's anything you want to direct to Matt, you know, feel free to ask us and we'll, we'll be happy to reach out on your behalf. Thanks again. Thank you. Thank you again, everyone, for joining Ray and I on the seventh episode of the Team Business Podcast. Matt, thank you so much for joining us again. Uh, as you can hear, Western Lighting is just an awesome company and great culture. If you guys have any questions for us or for Matt, please reach out. Until next time, we hope you have a great one and happy holidays to everybody.